0: Hi, this is Danny Klein-Modisette, and this is the Afterbirth Podcast, featuring real stories about raising kids that you're not going to read in a parenting magazine. Here's a story by the writer and comedian Sam Brown called Things I Want My Son to Know In Case I Drop Dead. It was recorded at the M Bar in Hollywood, California in 2011. He finally had a kid so he could do this show, and I'm so happy to give a warm, rousing welcome to the lovely Sam Brown. All right, it's been a lovely show. I'm a lovely person, according to Danny, thank you. Last time I was here, my son was two months from being born and I was afraid that becoming a father would somehow sap me of my manhood. I was not looking forward to becoming that dad that takes his kid to see the fake snow at the Grove. I'm happy to report that two years later, I'm thrilled to be that guy. I've become the dad with the fanny pack who hangs out at Applebee's and cuts the kernels off his kid's corn on the cob, and it's awesome. I love my son so much, I make iPhone videos of him having conversations with a walnut, and then I force total strangers to watch it. When my son and I take a bubble bath and he reaches under the bubbles and tries to tear my left ball off, I feel alive. (laughs) I would kill 3,000 Philistines with the jawbone of an ass for my son. (laughs) But with all that love comes a whole new level of fear. And my biggest one is that I'll drop dead jerking off to Schindler's fist. (laughs) And leave my son fatherless. So I decided to write a letter for him to read someday when he wishes I were around to give him a few tips. You're still not over the Schindler's fist joke, I see. All right, relax everybody, it's a joke. I should have said jerking off to the ass menagerie or something like that, that would have been, that a little better for you? Okay, let's back it up, that's what I said. Here's my letter to my son. Dear Max, first of all, I want you to know that you're the best thing that ever happened to me, and in my eyes, you're flawless. But there may come a day when I'm no longer around, and you find yourself doing the stupid things that all men do, like sitting at a football game when it's 40 below, wearing nothing but a strap and a cheese helmet. (laughs) There's a reason for this idiotic behavior. We have a drug in us called testosterone, and it's more powerful than heroin. It clouds our thoughts. How else could men explain our love of fantasy football, midget porn, and plastic singing fish that you hang on your wall? Currently men on this planet are doing everything they can to ruin it. By the time you read this letter, I'm pretty sure they'll have figured out what made all those dead birds drop out of the sky a few months ago, and I'm willing to bet men had something to do with it. (laughs) The sooner you realize women are superior to men, the happier you'll be. Women don't need men anymore. They don't need us to make a living, they don't need us to have a baby, and they don't need us to make them come. As soon as they make a vibrator that can read a map, kill a spider, and tell women they look skinny in pants, <laughs> men will be extinct. <clears throat> so you better find out what makes women tick, or you might as well just turn your whole life over to them and ask for an allowance. Here's a few tips for the, your life, son. Women really don't like to perform oral sex immediately after dental surgery. And no really does mean no, but yes seldom means yes. Always speak respectfully to women. They don't like to be called toots, cupcake, or ass clown. And no matter what, don't ever let your wife or girlfriend pick the porn. Because 99% of the time, she's going to come home with some softcore artistic crap about the daughter of a nobleman who was kidnapped and held prisoner in a castle of a sweaty, bare-chested conquistador. (laughs) Sorry, son, that ain't porn. That's a shitty Antonio Banderas movie, all right? (laughs) The kind of porn we watch when they're not around does not involve pirates or damsels, and it's not in French with English subtitles, but it does involve the sounds of grunting, spurting, and ass-slapping. Loosen up, everybody. Easy. This next one's important, son. Don't let women tell you they want available men. They don't. They like the idea of an available man because it sounds good. Hey, people also like the idea of eating broccoli, but that doesn't mean they're going to do it. Play hard to get. Don't be like your dad and offer to fly him to Kauai before you go on your first (laughs) J-date. Happened. Speaking of which, I met your mother on Jade date and part of what I loved about her was that she didn't lie on her profile like most of the other gals I met on there. Here's a hint, Max. When when you do enter the fabulous world of online dating, if a woman describes their body as having a few extra pounds, it means the reason they're typing so slow is because they're using their other hand to eat a tub of frosting. The same goes for their interests. If they say they really like movies, it's because they can't read. If they say they enjoy candlelit dinners, it means their electricity's been turned off. And if they say they love nothing more than to run down the beach with the wind in their hair, it means they're a Cocker Spaniel. Now I know that crazy girls are great in the sack, but try not to fall for them. Avoid dating the single mom with a cutter, the stewardess with a glue sniffing problem, and the lingerie model who likes to sleep in a dog crate. And especially avoid the girl whose tramp stamp is a flaming swastika. She's not for you, son. I wanna make one thing super clear, my lad. A crazy woman will fuck you like her life depends on it, because it does. Don't get confused when she blows you until your forehead collapses, okay? That's just part of her plan to get you to pay off her loan from cosmetology school. Just because you have that twisted, someone's going to end up in tears of the ER kind of sex does not mean you fall in love with the girl, all right? Put her in your jerk-off Rolodex and leave her there. Love and sex are two very different things. I make love to your mother because I love her. I don't grudge fuck her through the headboard because two and a half men got canceled, all right? I'm not Charlie Sheen. You can't have that violent, nasty sex with your fiance or wife. You don't do those things with the same woman who buys your dandruff shampoo and makes you cherry kugel. It's wrong. (laughs) And if you choose to ignore my advice and you end up falling in love with some bipolar artsy chick you met in a Wellbutrin chat room, (laughs) do not let her move into your home. And then when she does and you find yourself in codependent quicksand, go to Al-Anon. It works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it. (laughs) And when you've finally broken up with your bipolar girlfriend and you're forced to sleep in the guest room of your own fucking house, (laughs) make sure you lock the bedroom door before going to sleep so you can keep her out in the middle of the night when she tries to attack you with a ball-peen hammer and a list of reasons that you should stay together. When you do finally choose a partner for life, it better be someone you respect. Find a good woman, then close your testosterone-inspired mouth and listen to her. Do whatever it takes to make her happy. Otherwise, she'll do whatever it takes to make you unhappy. (laughs) Sometimes in order to please a woman's son, you have to practically become a woman. As I write you this letter, we've got a house full of aromatherapy candles, 17 kinds of herbal tea in the kitchen and every queer catalog known to man. I spend my weekends making spinach dip in a carved-out bread bowl and ordering sweaters in colors like thistle and wax green. I have become Martha Stewart with blown-up pecs. I can't believe some the su- the of the crap I'm doing, son. I'm cutting out risotto recipes, playing cranium with my in-laws, and saying things like, great news, honey. I got us tickets to Wicked. Woo! When you're a little older, I'll let you try my watermelon gazpacho. The secret ingredient is my tears. But, I do all this because I love your mom. And I want her to be happy. Doesn't matter how goofy I feel with latex kitchen gloves on, real men do the dishes. Real men share their feelings. And occasionally, real men tell their women to shut their fucking blowhole. But afterwards, they apologize and give their wives a (laughs) lavender foot rub. And if that foot rub works and you get a little nook nook, just remember the woman always comes first. Don't be one of those guys who idea foreplay is to jerk themselves off for 30 seconds before sticking it in. Take your time, son. Did you know you can raise a woman's oxytocin level with your gentle, loving touch? That's why it's so important to learn how to snuggle. Real men snuggle. Someday when you're lying in your bed next to your girlfriend or wife and she wants to spoon and you've got blue balls worse than Stephen Hawking. I want you to take a deep breath, let go of your needs, and let her cling to you like one of those mini koala bears people hang on their rearview mirror. Don't be afraid of intimacy, son. Real intimacy takes guts. There's a genuine fear in looking into someone's eyes and summoning the courage to tell them you love them. It's much easier to just mumble some miscellaneous dirty shit in their ear, tear their panties off, and take Polaroids of their taint. (coughs) All any man ever wants, half the people are laughing, half the other people are going, what's a taint? You know who you are, folks. Taint it the truth. All That's not written here, everybody. Huh? All any man ever wants to marry is a woman that's better than them, them, and I definitely did that when I married your mom. She's beautiful, smart, and has the mouth of an 11-year-old Filipino boy. And you better not ever make that joke about her. Don't be a jackass like your father. Make us both proud. Please don't be one of those self-involved idiots that tweets every single thing you do. No one cares that you just tried pesto for the first time, or you're like so over algebra. Please don't be the kind of douche that rambles on about the time Flea came to check out your midnight rave at Avalon. And please do not be one of those Xbox-playing, mind-numbingly stupid couch potatoes. Get outside, climb a mountain, fuck a hippie chick with a massively unshaved bush. And don't be a racist, fuck every color in the rainbow except for Haitians. That's just asking for trouble, son. And remember that sex is healthy and awesome, and your dad really misses having it. But back to you, son. I'm sure you'll love your mother as much or more than I do. But on those days when she's annoying and irritating and won't shut up and repeats the same thing over and over again just like she did today and yesterday and the day before until I don't even know my own name anymore, that's not the point. Try to respect her anyway, because I saw what she went through to have you and all the love she's given you from the moment you were conceived. She hauled your little ass around inside her for nine months till you popped out, hogged your boobs and taught her that true love meant never sleeping for the next decade. You and I both hit the jackpot with her. No matter how many jokes your dad -dad makes, I want you to know that falling in love with your perfect mother, oh God, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) Real men cry. I want you to know that falling in love with your perfect mother and having you are what finally made me feel like a real man. Now open the door for your mom. We're going to Applebee's. For more information about Afterbirth, the live show, the book, or the podcast, please visit www.afterbirthstories.com. Thanks.